definitely live and we definitely ready to do this thing now first up on the menu we want to just get straight into it today man what is going on with this young man that was nipsey hustle's artist killer twan who is now threatening whack 100 and blue face bleep do you know anything about this my brother well you know what i gotta let you know this you know what i'm saying i'm a big fan of nip Shout out to Nip, you know what I'm saying, uh, everything that Nip got going on is, you know what I'm saying, monumental. So, you know what I'm saying, if, if there's some people that's, you know what I'm saying, from Nip Camp that's going against Wack 100 and Blueface, I'm sure they got a strong reason behind it. Well, the reasoning behind it is because, you know, Wack 100 really came out of his face when it came to Nipsey Hussle. What he said was that... The young man, Eric Holder, actually had a reason to kill Nipsey Hussle, had the nerve to justify the fact that Nipsey Hussle was slain by this ignorant ass young man. Now, this young man, of course, had been called all types of names, including snitch, including a rapist, including all kinds of stuff that this young man was being called. And he felt like Nipsey Hussle was putting that out in the hood. So he went and he slayed one of the most prolific rappers, really, that took grace rap in a very long time, really. And it's messed up, and it's messed up, and it's messed up. And, and one thing, I don't respect that. I don't respect that either, but I feel like WAC 100, what he said was basically that uh, Eric Holder did what he had to do. He said, when you come from the streets, Okay, when you come from the streets, you do what you have to do. He said that's like going to, um, uh, uh, what do he say, going to a restaurant and going in the kitchen and telling them people that they ain't really cooked. Like, you messing with real street gangsters. Let me say this. Whack 100, let me say this. Whack 100 doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Let okay, tell us why. Let me say this. Let me say this. Whack 100... Whack 100 is crazy as hell for making that damn statement. Eric Holder did not have to do what the hell he did that day. If he really was coming there to do what he had to do that day, he wouldn't even shut the, the dude hand. It seemed like he, I mean, he definitely came there to do what he had to do that day, but it's like, it was weird how he did it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't feel, I don't, I don't agree with, um, with, with dude's statement because I think that honestly Eric Holder was hesitation, had a lot of hesitation that day and what he was going to do. Right. Now, there's a lot of speculation going on around the subject. There's speculation that the police or the government wanted Nipsey Hussle gone because Nipsey Hussle was actually fighting for that piece of property or that piece of area. Have you heard anything of that nature? Because I'm telling you, I did see a couple of people that were suspects standing around watching that man get shot at. I mean, I will agree with you on that. It could, um, it's a lot of conspiracy theories that go along with this, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, the police are some shiesty characters in L.A., that's for sure, you know what I'm saying? They some shiesty characters, so, you know, it ain't them. no telling. Can't trust them. It ain't them. no telling. Look, I'm yeah, currently reading no. the uh, Tupac and Biggie book 
the Tupac and Biggie investigation, murder investigation books. And I'm telling you, some of the stuff I found out about the Los Angeles psycho department was that their crash units have the right to to slap people upside the head, bang them down on the ground, break their arms and stuff like that. The LAPD is really the biggest gang out here in uh, California, to be honest with you. In that area that Nipsey Hussle was in is is quite the area. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been all through Slauson, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I used to stand outside Nip's store trying to, you know what I mean, uh, find him and uh, have a conversation about signing a deal with him and stuff like that. So, yeah, I've seen Slauson. It get down over there. Now, let me ask you a question. Blueface Bleedem and Nipsey Hussle were both Crips. Why didn't Blueface want to pay his respects to Nipsey Hussle? Why you got to get threatened to pay respects to a man? Well, well let, me, let me say this. Let me say this. You know what I'm saying, real quick, you know what I'm saying, you know, on some on some street politics though, you feel me? On some street politics, that's that's the reason why Blueface ain't say nothing about Nip. You know what I'm saying? Which I you know, I understand in a way, but I don't understand. Okay, help me understand because I don't do street politics, so help me understand. Well well, you know what I'm saying, they hoods Nip Nip said it before in an interview, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't saying nothing Nip ain't said already. Uh, but his hood with with uh, uh the schoolyard, you know what I'm saying, they really beefing really hard. So, you know, you gotta keep in mind Blueface a young dude who's getting, you know, pushed by by this team of people, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, he got a lot of people in his ear. Now schoolboy Q on the other hand, who's from the same hood, you know what I'm saying, he shouted out Nip though, so you feel me? Okay. So wait, so Schoolboy Q is also from an opposing gang, but he still shouted him out, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think when a man passes away, you should most definitely pay your respects regardless of where you're from. The man passed away. Yeah, no, that's that's definite. That's definite. But you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, I ain't with these L.A. politics. I'm from the base, so we we rocking a little different. I don't know what's going on with that, but, you know, I don't know what they had going on. They might have had some... Right, right, right. Look, 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 listen. Listen, one thing I know for sure is that WAC 100 definitely came out of his face, and I do know that, that we have to find a uh a piece of respect okay these young men don't have no respect out here for the people that passed away how would you like it if you passed away young men that's gangbangers and and folk came after you and allegedly had no respect for you now how would you feel about that well first of all i'm not gangbanging but second of all you know what i'm saying you know, I, I don't know how I feel about it, um, but you know, it, it is what it is. I don't, I don't respect uh, Blueface at all for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to be honest with you, you know what I'm saying. But you know, I understand. You know the street politics and what's going on. Get what I'm saying? I do understand. Now I but got I don't to say that. say that one more time for me. But I don't respect that. You know what I'm saying? I'm. You feel me? You feel me? I'm, I don't respect that though. You feel me about Blueface though? That's Agreed. the only. I don't even. I don't even listen to none of this dude music. None of none of that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? And I don't listen to ignorance though. You feel me? Ooh, ooh! I know that's right. Walking around holding your belt. Now, just in case you guys don't know what WAC 100 said, let me put you up on game right quick. Here is what he had to say about your boy Nipsey Hussle. And, and, and what I, it, it's a harsh reality, but. We stepping out of 
civilization into the jungle gangbang. Shitty cuz, the lead gun man, right? When it comes to the rules of engagement of gangbangers, he did what he was supposed to do when another gangbanger calls you a faggot, a pedophile, or a snitch. You're supposed to handle your business. And can't nobody say that's wrong. Now, is it some people sad that it happened to who it happened to? Probably so. I'm going to call a spade a spade. You go playing football, nigga, you better show up with a helmet. Anybody. You think when I go right now to the Okay, so in case you guys didn't catch that, in case that was too low for you to hear, he basically, WAC 100 basically said that this young man, Eric Holder, did what he had to do. He did what he was supposed to do. If you show up to a football game, you better show up with a helmet. Out here in the streets, that's how the politics go. That's basically what this man, WAC 100, just said. And I just, woo, when I tell you my soul catches fire. My soul catches fire. Have a nerve to say, can't nobody uh, be wrong. But but what, from what I'm hearing, the street code is that the 60s, where Nipsey was from, was supposed to have a hood meeting and, and display this young man. Is that how it goes? I mean, I mean. Th- like they're supposed to fight. They're supposed to do a head-up fight. If somebody's calling you, uh, if this man is calling you a faggot and a this and a that. Because they, they claim Nipsey called the man Shitty Cuz, also known as Eric Holder, a faggot, a rapist, a snitch, and some more stuff. I mean, you feel me? I mean, you feel me? That's all alleged information. We don't know what that man said to that man. But you know what I'm saying? If that's what he said to him, you feel me? Then it was what it was. You get what I'm saying? But so what are you saying it was what it was? Were they not supposed to have a hood meeting and them two, Nipsey and Shitty Cuz, supposed to fight it out one-on-one? Did he have to? You got to remember, these two are from the same gang. Are they really supposed to come back with weapons and shoot each other? I mean, that that was uncalled for. That was uncalled for. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that was uncalled for. I definitely don't agree with that. Uh, they had any differences. Yeah, they should have fought it out like two men. But you know what I'm saying? With these young young dudes today, with these young street cats today, a lot of jealousy and envy gets played and, and, and involved in the in the game. And you got to look at where Nip at. And you got to look at where dude at. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he he was very envious of of oh, your yeah. boy Nip. There's Our definitely boy a jealousy factor. That's facts. Now yeah, now, Killer Twan. He probably wanted him out the game from the from day one. Right, that part. Now, Killer Twan happens to be one of Nipsey Hussle's artists. He's now threatening a head of Fave with Blueface for not paying his respects. And he told WAC 100 to watch his MF and mouth when it comes to Nipsey Hussle. Now, that's the way it was supposed to be handled in the first place with Nipsey and Eric Holder. They were supposed to catch a Fave. I, I can't understand how this got out of hand like this. It's, it's just very tragic, and I'm sorry for the family. Shout out Lauren London. Shout out to the Ashadon family. And definitely this man left behind some beautiful children. Right. Shout out Lil Iman. And shout out Cross as well. All right, man. You know, I want to also 
uh, go ahead and give a rest in peace to one of Snoop Dogg's affiliates who has passed away in jail in Blythe, California. Badass of the, the Dog Pound Gangster Crips has passed away at the age of 43. Fellow West Coast OG Cocaine who collaborated with Badass and Snoop Dogg on Wrong Idea confirmed on Facebook on Monday night, November 11th, that he did pass away. He wrote, gone too soon, West, rest well, little bro, you will be missed. So definitely shout out to him. Off top. Off top. Absolutely, 100%. And shout out to the whole dog town, too, especially uh, my dude Trey from Roman 60s, though. Right. Now, I just want to say there are some things... Uh, as far as badass was concerned with his jail information is being put on the internet, uh, you know, along with his death. I, I mean, it's just kind of just sad, but it says here the jail information management system website for Riverside County Jail states that badass, whose real name is Jamar Antonio Stamps, was arrested on November 8th. Now the man that passed away on November 11th. I feel a conspiracy going on somewhere. Yeah, I definitely agree. Hey, hey, hey. We got to cut it real quick. No, we cannot. We are recording live. My partner, Amari uh, J, needs some time. Let's give him some time really quickly while I read to you guys what this jail record says. It says jail records state he was charged with a felony indicated by the code INFLIC Corp ING spousal COH, which means... He allegedly willfully inflicted corporal injury on his spouse or cohabitant, okay? Essentially what this is is a domestic violence case, people. Corporal injury means any physical injuries or serious injuries, rather they're minor or major, according to Crot Law Group, okay? And Jamar Antonio Badass Stamps had a lot going on with him, obviously. I mean, we all have bad relationships, but for this man to go into jail on November 11th or November 8th and be dead by November 11th, I feel a conspiracy coming on. I want to welcome to the show a very, very good partner of mine. Her name is Sean Juan. Sean Juan, welcome to the show. Say hi to the people. Hello, people. How are y'all doing tonight? All right, wonderful, wonderful. Now, Sean Juan, tell me, what are you thinking when you think about uh, Badass and his going to jail on November 8th and then dying on November 11th? I really think the police had something to do with it. I think they did. To, I did. I think they really did something to this man because how you go we to jail up. and then you turn around and end up dead. Right. How we you go to jail up. and you end up dead. And now that we have a lot of people now wanting to tell what the police are doing in the jail system, they are killing these people. They beat on these people when they're behind bars, and they're hurting these men. Especially if you're black and Latino, you're getting hurt by these police officers. They don't care, and they're told is they can do whatever they want because they have a badge to do what they want. Agreed. So he probably said, F them. So they decided to beat him, choke him out, and then now he's dead. Yeah, they did. And that's ridiculous. Right. Right. Amar J, how do you feel about this man going into jail on November 8th for spousal abuse and then being dead by the 11th? What are you thinking? 
you know what? I think that there is a huge problem with the police departments and a huge problem with the judicial system when it comes to uh, minorities and what's going on right now. So let me tell you all this. Uh, a lot of this stuff going on ain't fair. And a lot of these police officers are not that educated. Let's not forget these are not educated white people doing this. These are white people from the backwoods of Mississippi doing this. These are white people that are willing to kill. And they're they not only white people. I mean, I've seen a lot of race of of police that are we have to realize that these police are out here they're willing to kill people you gotta understand when you're dealing with a that you're you're dealing with a murderer anytime you're dealing with the police department and you have to be careful you have to remember that you know and i think that these people they lose sight of that behind these people's badge now that's what we're not gonna do but most definitely um we want to give a rest in big rest in peace to badass from the dog pound and again shout out dog pound anybody else got anything to say about that right you know um you know i got to say this real quick that um what we need to really check into is the mass killing mindset in these cops today i don't know what's going on with that well the thing is the police they have the guns they have the right from the government to kill us if they want to but a lot of them go through stuff in their family, too, and they're not sitting down talking to psychiatrists to get over whatever's going on. True. A lot of them are doing drugs. A lot of them do drugs. I seen one. Th- I'm going to tell a personal story right quick. I seen one officer. He detained me for no reason, and he was high as a kite. His eyes, he was so high, he scared me. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen a person, they're high, and they look distressed in the face, like they're stre- like they hurting, but they're not hurt. they just high. That's the look this officer had on his face. Scared me half to death. I thought he was going to do something to me. You know, the last story I heard about the police, they uh, put, had a young lady in a car, raped the girl, and threw her, threw her body out the, out the car and pretended like they was investigating the case. Yeah, in the 80s, they used to do that a lot. And they used to take gangbangers, beat them up, throw them in the back of the Mexicans' hood to try to see if the Mexicans were going to kill them for them so they wouldn't be no witness to tell what was going on. So they said we didn't have no lawsuit against them. Mm, mm, so it's mm. a lot of corruption in every police station, not just California. It's every police station right. has a corruption. Now, you heard that, uh, Amari, you heard about what happened with Biggie's mother, Valletta Wallace, how she had to sue the police department twice based on the fact that they pretty much hid evidence and botched the um, the investigation with dirty officers. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I agree that they probably did do that. So I feel like they could have done something too badass and I, I really just feel bad because as the woman right you don't you 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 call the police on your man because he out of hand he drunk he high he out of hand y'all fighting and the next thing you know he go to jail do you think that your man is gonna die while he in there no you don't think that your man is gonna die you think that he gonna just go to jail learn a little lesson, lesson and then come on home right and then get right and get off some drugs but because he probably was so high, he was saying, telling them, cussing them out and calling them out to fight and all this stuff. So they say, well, hey, it's 10 of us and we can beat you up and can't nobody do nothing about it. And that, that there, that ain't right. That ain't it's right. Not. It's not. All right, moving on. Uh, Lou the Human. Now, this is an Interscope artist who is now blasting Interscope, his own label. He wrote 
on Apple Noter that he is no longer releasing music under his rap name, which is Lou the Human. He says that Interscope Records asked him to take a piss on Black Baby for a viral video. Brother, talk to me. I don't understand. Taking a piss on a man for a viral video. Was there nothing else that Interscope could have asked him to do? Oh, it was many other things they could have asked him to do. Now he That's also, right. Go ahead. I'm sorry about that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to let you talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me finish. Beyonce um, was the greatest yeah. song uh, singer ever, but I'm going to go ahead and let you talk. Stop playing with me, Kanye, but, uh, you know, that's a crazy <laughs> situation. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of uh, corruption going on, and that's all I got to say about that one. You're talking about in the industry now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew that when they still had that award show with uh, Whitney Houston's body sitting upstairs. Now, we're not going to talk about how it's a whole Illuminati, right? Because you don't want to talk about that. Mm, mm, mm. somebody went silent somebody's afraid all right lou has been venting his frustrations about lack of support that he's been receiving from interscope records saying how he wanted to have a positive outlook um but it came crashing down here's a quote i signed a contract when i was younger to what i thought was the biggest record label and my dream come true while i only had one or two songs out i was sold a dream I, I was told I'd be the biggest artist in the world to wait my turn, and I played along. As things started to progress, I was asked to do things that didn't align with my values. Uh-oh. Not didn't align with the values. Now, you know what they say about the industry. I heard that some people were asked to do some very gay things, as well, which is nothing wrong with it if you're gay. I want to make sure that that's clear. But asking straight men to do gay things to other straight men, basically turn men out if they wanted to have a record deal. Did something like that, did, have you ever heard about something like that, Amari? That's crazy, you know. I, you know, I, I heard a lot of rumors about the industry and stuff like that, but you know, I don't believe none of that stuff. You know, what I'm saying I believe, you know, you just gotta uh, hold it down, grind hard. You know, what I'm saying believe in God and just do what you gotta do to move forward. Okay, all right, all right. Now I ain't mad at it, but I just want to say that everybody knows that when it comes to the industry. Right, that there are things that are done that we would never know of. Like you don't know what you don't know. There's I seen a young woman on the internet, she was crying. She said, I didn't know that this is what it was gonna be like. I thought it was just singing and I would just sing and I would be able to build my audience, my fan base, and I would be uh, a wonderful artist. She said, But it's a lot more involved with being an artist than we know. Now, this man, Lou, the human, says, I started to feel like I wasn't in charge of myself or what Lou, the human, represented anymore. I didn't complain, though. I just exercised my right to say no more, which left me with a reputation of being difficult and dysfunctional. Now, once you speak out about what you don't want to do in the industry, you're left to look like you are hard to work with. For instance, K. Michelle. They do that because they want to black backlash you. If you're not black willing, ball, black, black ball. You sorry, baby. Right, right, right. When you're not willing to just do what they want you to do, if you're not a weak person and you're a strong person and able to tell them no, I'm not about to sit up here and suck somebody's thing, 
or let somebody run a thing in my in my behind, right? Then they're going to back a backbone because you're not going to do what they want you to do. So you're not going to be their slave, and they they could be your master, and you do what the hell they want you to do. Right, which is just uh, nasty, beyond a shame. What do you There's have a lot of corruption going on. It's a lot of corruption going on. You know what I'm saying? And to the to the people that's going through that type of stuff, I really feel sympathy for them. But, um, you know, it's a lot of other stuff going on in the industry as well. You know, a lot of backstabbing, uh, backlash and stuff like that. So they could be talking about a lot of things. They could be talking about contract issues. They could be talking about what y'all talking about. They could be, you know what I mean, management issues. It's a whole bunch of other stuff that go on, you know what I mean, in the right. music industry as well. And then you also got to read your contracts. Look what happened to TLC. Yeah. Right. With a lot of oh, If you're not reading your contract. Look what happened to New Edition. You, right. You won't have no money. You won't have nothing. You'll be look at what happened to Tony Braxton. And then you have to work for hmm. them for the rest of your life because you didn't do. Read your contract. Stop signing stuff and not read. Let me finish. Let me finish. All right, I'm going to let it's, you finish. It's a, it's, a lot, it's a lot more other artists than just TLC. Let's not forget B2K got played out of their money. Yep. Tony Braxton got played out of their money. Um, Bell Biff DeVoe got played out of their money. Why Michael Bivens was the only one that made some money. What, where is Michael Bivens? Because I need a dollar. Because what you do well, is shoot, he got you about like Berry, and you don't take none of their money. Pretty you Ricky was played out of their money. You wait. Chuck Berry didn't rent no room. He had his own car. He slept in his car every time he went on tour. All that stuff. He didn't take their money. He waited till it was time for them to pay him his big lump sum. A lot of artists, they'll take it to go buy jewelry, houses, cars. True. Just to keep up with the Jones. True. You can't keep up with the Jones. Once you start doing that, then the industry like, oh, yeah, we can do anything to and, and And that's when you start getting taken advantage of. But it's almost like they want these people to be robotic. I don't, I don't understand. And that's why I never really wanted to be a part of the industry. Once I started seeing some of the politics that comes along with it, and everybody calls it the Illuminati. No, what it's called is the Scientologists. That's the real name for the Illuminati, just in case everybody don't know. It's called the Scientologists who have very strict rules of what you can and can't do what they want you to do and very strict punishments if you step outside of that okay uh they pretty much have rule of the industry and once i saw that i i knew i didn't want to be a part of that and when i saw lisa remney come out and tell her part of the story i said even further thank goodness that i didn't try out for that american idol edition okay just almost tried out now lou the human said that he wanted to change his persona with each project that he dropped. He wanted to slowly change his persona. But Interscope kept pushing him to stick with horror core content and wanted him to have an Eminem-like style. He claimed that he started hearing less and less from his label and management, eventually getting to the point where he has no contact. He said, the label I'm signed to has all but given up on me. No type of help releasing my music, projects pushed back for literally years, no PR work, press, simple things that the label does. To be honest, I have no effing idea what the label does at this point. Poor Lou, you're no Cardi B, you ain't getting no play from Interscope. Not today, not today. That's pretty sad. Pretty sad. He, I guess he's going to have to step out and get independent. That's always an option, right? We, you can always go independent, you right? Can go independent. 
you can always go independent, but you got to think about what comes with being independent, though. What does that mean? It's a lot harder. It is. Look at their president. A lot of people are good. They don't get it because they didn't give in to it. Okay. So because you don't do what the Scientologist Illuminati industry head makers want you to do, then you your other option is to go independent, but it's just a lot harder of a because they still blackball you like how they do K Michelle. They could still back blackball you. They could. You are absolutely like right that. about that. Well, I hope I hope the the that Lou the human can find his way around this industry or walk away with your pride and dignity, my brother. All right, now they said they wanted him to have an Eminem style. Now Eminem is tripping. Eminem just recently made a song with Joyner Lucas where, and this isn't his first song with Joyner Lucas, but he came out and he asked the question, what if I was gay? And that's not the first time that he didn't put in his music something about being gay. This is not the first time. Absolutely not the first time. Absolutely 100% not the first time. So I, I just want to tell you guys, in 2014, in December of 2014, there was an article that came out about Eminem, and it was the same type of thing. Now, Eminem is known for being one of those people who's known for homophobia and things of that nature. He's known for calling people faggots gay lords queens and queers why suddenly uh and, and it's not quite sudden because like i said it's in 2014 why do you think that he just came out in 2019 with this again I, are you are we thinking that he's really gay at this point i disagree you disagree with what i i don't think i don't think anything like that is going on i think he just you know Making making music and doing what he want to do. So you feel like it's okay for Eminem to make music around being gay if he's not really gay after poking fun at gay people? I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm I'm not saying that. But I I think people are taking the shit out of him. But in what aspect? I mean, listen. Be who you want to be. Love who you want to be. Love who you want to love. But I'm just saying. You know, let's, you know, give Eminem a break on that one. Mm. So do you think he's just doing it just, he probably knows somebody now that's gay and really sat down and talked to him. And now he's saying, okay, well, let me try to help people to understand what the gay life is really about. That's, I mean, a, that's I, a notion. I have no clue. Well, my, my theory on it is that just like Tank just did, Tank is playing with the public saying that if a man's, uh, you know, sucks your penis once or twice. That doesn't make you gay. Well, I think that what they're doing is they're trying to win over the gay audience. And I feel like they're literally playing with the public, playing with the media and trying to find ways uh, to to win over that audience. I don't really feel like Eminem is, is what he says he is. I feel like he's made some statements in the past that he regrets. For instance, he also said black girls are bitches um, when he was dumped by his first black girlfriend. 
and I feel like he's tried to make, you know, try to avoid that and make up for that by just being a rapper alone, period, and having a lot of black friends. I feel like I feel like he's playing with the public. You're trying to play with my mind, Eminem, and I don't appreciate it. Well, you know, he went through a lot of stuff with his mom and different people that was around in his life. So sometimes when you get with people, you probably love a little harder than the other person would love you. Right. So that's probably why he was so mad at the black girl that dumped him because he really loved her and she really didn't love him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the one that he honestly, obviously fell in love with for real, for real was Kim. He married her twice and uh, they definitely divorced twice. They had little baby Haley, who they currently have 50, 50 percent custody of. But he just wrote a book. Uh, I believe it's called I'm Not Afraid. Um, it is called Not Afraid, the Evolution of Eminem. And I'm going to be reading that book on my YouTube channel, Toxic Diamond, T-O-X-S-I-Q-U-E Diamond. So make sure you guys join me for that as well. Now, Summer Walker. Summer Walker has just canceled her concerts. She said it's due to social anxiety. Amari. Have you heard what the fans have been saying about her performances? Social anxiety. Girl, you know you've given up. She's given up. I mean, I think that we need to take it easy on Summer Walker and whatever that she's going through in her life because we don't know what these people are going through outside of this music and outside of everything in these videos. But see, that's what I'm saying. Do you think the industry could possibly be sending her through something? Okay? That's all I'm they saying. Could. They could. That's definitely I think that these girls have stepped into this industry and not realized exactly what it is and exactly how it can affect them personally. And now that they realize that they're a part of a lifestyle that calls for them to, to do certain things that they might not want to do, rather it be sexually, financially, socially, or otherwise, I think now they're trying to jump out, but I, I definitely heard that people were making fun of and blasting her about her stage presence, and I feel like she gave up. Now, she needs to get these people refunds. Well, they have to give them a refund because you made a contract with the promoters and stuff to come out and do these concerts, and now that you're counseling, counseling the contract, you have to pay now. Right. Because you was in a buying contract. This is this is playing contract. with people's money, money. playing with people's hearts. I heard, I heard, I mean, it's almost, it reminds me of the fire Festival. Yeah. It reminds me of the fire Festival. You yeah. promised me something that you didn't deliver. Now, the fire Festival was on a whole nother level. Praise Jesus. We're not going to go there with the fire Festival. Um, because Ja Rule talking about he about to make another festival. Girl, Ja Rule needs to sit down. Sit 20 seats at back. Okay. Matter of fact, let me buy out the whole front row, the 300 seats that 50 Cent bought out so I can sit with you because you need to sit back. And that's why I really think he did what he did. Because he thought 50 that's exactly why. That's exactly why he did what he did. What? Well, I'm trying to figure out what he did. What are we talking about? Well, you know 50 and him have beef. They've been having beef for a long time. Of course. From what 50 say, Ja Rule stole his music. Okay. So 50 really still want to fight that man. Well, fit, well, listen, Ja Rule wasn't selling no tickets anyway. That's why 50 Cent bought them 300 tickets. 
50 Cent is a petty Betty who has a lot of money. And and I ain't mad at it. Uh, it's just sometimes. It's just a, Like, I felt like he could have let that man live. He could have let him live. But Summer Walker, she's selling, she's selling out arenas. She's selling out shows. She have no reason, no real reason to not uh, go on these tour dates and, and finish up what it is that she promised to the fans. I feel like this is a very serious letdown when it comes to the fans and when it comes to the music. I even heard Monique Slaughter say, if Summer Walker cancels her next show, we're going to have to fight. That's how upset people are. They read the fight. Because she got people that's coming on before her that's open. You just her. might have to. Well, all right. You just might have to. Right, Amari. Yeah. Just a mess. You got to think about all the people that the promoters are saying. The venues, the the security guards, all these people that's coming out to work and then you counseling and all these people that you paying tickets for. So not only do they got to give these people back their money, they don't get double time back from Summer Walker and her people. And they have to pay promoters. They have to pay the venues. They have to pay all, for... You got to pay all those type of people. You got to pay everybody. The police and it comes out of your that check. they have sit down the streets and stuff at these concerts, stuff, they got to be paid too. All these people got to be and paid. It, and it comes straight out of your check as an artist. Exactly. Right. Now, she says that touring doesn't fit her lifestyle and her personality, and it gives her social anxiety. This only comes after she was blasted about her stage performance. I don't think this has anything to do with anxiety or otherwise. I think this has everything to do with Summer Walker's ability to stand up in the face of controversy and face it and overcome it. That's what I think that this has to do with. I mean, I mean, you got to understand what people really go through in the industry. I mean, help us understand. Help us understand, my brother. Because Well, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. It's a it's a it's a lot of fakeness going on. This is a Hollywood type thing going on. Right. You got to remember that. <laughs> you got to remember that. A lot of this stuff is Disney. This ain't real. Well, some of it, the, the part that makes it real is the fact that you have to carry out the action. Okay. Now, what they, what they're presenting Summer Walker to us as is this confident, you know, wonderful young lady singing concert heifer. And she's not really a concert heifer. She's a, a timid, um, you know, shy, social anxiety having young lady and that's fine but at what point do you say i cannot let down these fans this will be my last tour not i'm shutting everything down well i mean she i mean you don't know if she's shutting everything down yet so how can you say that she just did she, she just canceled, can't, canceled her tour she just canceled everything but see some well, that's that's for now that don't mean she ain't gonna come back she says she's not making another record i don't, think, this I don't think she was ready well, I, I, don't I, think... I don't believe that i don't believe that because if you're a real artist you're gonna make another record so if she's not a real artist then she's not a real artist that's what i'm saying but some people not ready for the big league she wasn't ready for the big well, right they presented her a certain way they helped her okay let me explain this to you and let me finish what i want to say is this a lot of these new artists, they don't have the same thing going on that these old artists used to, baby. And with this new music going on, this ain't going to last for generations. This other music has lasted for 20, 30, 10, 20, 30 decades. 
this new stuff is not gonna last. Agreed. And that's why I say she not she wasn't ready. Right. They put her in the big leagues prematurely and, and now look at what's happening. They're gonna have to pay for that. See, back in the days you used to have to shadow the artist. You would have to shadow somebody so that you could see how it goes. Nowadays, they don't let them shadow. They just sit there and throw these artists out, and they're not really ready for the real world. Agreed. Agreed. That's just like when you're a kid. Your parent has to train you how to get ready for the real world. They teach you. I, I agree with that. When you're not being taught, you don't know. So I understand why she's saying that she has anxiety because she wasn't taught. They should have let her shadow somebody so that she can know how the real world is. And even if she doesn't have anxiety, if she just is choosing to give up because she doesn't want to live the lifestyle anymore, if if that's the case, I can understand as well if she wasn't taught the lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? They just kind of, I feel like they kind of just threw her out there. And, and, and now it's going to come back to bite everybody in the butt financially. She wasn't ready for the big leagues. But now... But now we about to talk about the big leagues. Whitney Houston and Robin Crawford. Well, well. Well, well, well. So it's come out recently, and this is years after Whitney's death. Of course, if you guys know me, then you know that I I read Bobby Brown's book. I've also read Good Girl, Bad Girl, which I'm going to be rereading, stories of Whitney Houston. And it's been said that she was, uh, she had a gay lover, Robin Crawford, for years. This has been speculated. There's been rumors surrounding it. Allegedly. Let me stop you there. Allegedly. Okay. There's been rumors surrounding it. Uh, But Robin Crawford has recently come out on TMZ, and she's recently spoken about it. And she says that they did have a sexual relationship and that that's a lie okay tell me why you feel like it's a lie because she said it straight from her mouth that's a lie it 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 don't matter sometimes sometimes the lie will come out the horse's mouth but that's a lie so let me ask you a question you don't think that there's any way with all the drug doing that whitney was doing all of the drugs. You have to understand when a person is into drugs, they're more susceptible to be sexually let me, let me fluid and, and have you, more sexual experiences either while they're let, high. Let me Go explain ahead. something. Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston was not your typical drug addict. Let's not forget Whitney Houston had millions of damn dollars. And she wasn't just no, you know, crackhead on the street like these people are claiming to be. Let me say that first. I don't feel like Second that has ball, anything to do with her sexual life or her being sexually fluid because second of all let me say this robin crawford is nothing but a liar but what makes you think robin crawford is a liar what has she done that makes you feel like she could possibly be a liar what has she lied about before because in order to call somebody a liar you have to know that they're a liar well you have to have a track record where the checks at the checks ain't coming in no more Whitney Houston has, you know, done stop being friends with her a long time ago before she even died. The checks ain't coming no more. It's about time. Everybody then came out with a documentary from Surviving R. Kelly to Michael Jackson. So Robert Crawford had to come up with something real quick, just like anybody else would do. And she had to come say that so she could get, get some money real quick, man. It's, it's simple logic, common sense. So you feel like Robin Crawford 
really would sit there and make up the fact that she had you know how many people sit there and make up a fact in hollywood come on man stop playing with me la is the land of lies stop playing with me and tmz oh please so stop playing with me so you don't trust tmz you don't trust it's not robin about me. Crawford. i don't trust robin crawford okay now you know robin crawford has been kind of doing a tour about her relationship with whitney houston but i want you guys to hear a little bit of what it was that she had to say stand by give me one second we're gonna we're gonna get this thing going all right let's go ahead and get this video loaded up okay so you might hear a little bit of tmz sounds don't mind that here is what uh robin crawford had to say and i just want to point out the fact that robin crawford has known her for a very long time this friendship this partnership when did it turn into something more our friendship was a deep friendship in the early part of that friendship it was physical do you remember precisely the moment when (laughs) that friendship became more than that When when it turned intimate it was during that first summer that we met was the first time our lips touched. Lie. And it wasn't anything planned. It just happened. And it felt wonderful. And then not long after that, we spent the night together. And that evening was the night that we touched. And that just brought us closer. Were you Lie. That your friendship took this turn? No, I wasn't surprised. I was in that moment. It was it was ours, and I mean, like she just came into my life all of a sudden. I didn't know how long it was gonna last, but I was just enjoying the moment. Okay, so therefore, there it is. You guys heard it. You heard Robin Crawford say that she met Whitney Houston when she was 16 years old. Let's get a good laugh in. That was some great comedy, Robin. (laughs) You called it comedy. Hey, she needs to go to Broadway next. Oh, my Lord. Somebody get her roll. Oh, my Lord. Somebody get Somebody the bread out, you say. Well, I happen to believe Robin Crawford. I, I think that I've seen her in enough pictures with Whitney Houston. I've seen her hanging around her and Bobby Brown, and she's been a problem within their marriage. Uh, I happen to think that Robin Crawford is telling the truth, and I think that she can now come out and tell her truth because she's at an age where she doesn't care who Diamond. is going to judge her. Diamond. Yes. Diamond. How can you tell that lie with a straight face? I think she really telling the truth. No, because I think you. I can't believe old, that you could side with her on this to tell that lie with a straight face. Because, okay, let me tell you. Know damn you well you that college, Robert Crawford ain't nothing but a liar. When a she ain't nothing but a liar, and she ain't nothing but a Hollywood actor. No, That's no. all she's doing. When you go to college, you try stuff. So when you young, yeah. you try a lot of stuff, especially in the industry. They try different things. That's why you have closet freaks. Closet. Did you understand what a closet freak really means? Listen, listen. Do you know what a closet freak is? Let me tell you this. Let me say this. Let me say this. We're going to remember. And I love Whitney Houston. That's my favorite artist. Say that one more time, Amari. I want to hear what you have to say. 
I said, we're going to remember Whitney Houston like she was, and we ain't going to discuss this old fake-ass Robin Crawford. But see, you want to fall in love with the image of somebody. You don't want to fall in love with the no, truth no, no, of that no, no. person. So no, what no, does no, that no, say no. about I'm falling your in love character? With the truth. I'm falling in love with the truth. I'm falling in love with the truth. Let's not forget that. But you're falling in love with Whitney Houston, the artist, and and we not Houston the real read. Whitney Houston. I'm, right. Hold on, I'm very we have to understand what this, what this industry bears. Those people That's left that woman's body dead and upstairs and had a whole goddamn ceremony around her dead body and ignored that body like it didn't matter. And I think that that's one of the reasons why Robin Crawford is now coming out because she realized these people don't really care about Whitney Houston. They didn't care. Clyde Davis didn't care about her. She knew that from the beginning. She knew that from the beginning. She knew that from the beginning. Stop playing with me. When they just started destroying Whitney Houston's name and tarnishing her name, it was from the jump that it, this was about goddamn money. So stop playing with me. Tell us to the tell us the point where they started tarnishing her name. Explain to us how when like the timeline. When she got with Bobby Brown and she said, "I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm going to be happy and I'm going to live my life. I'm going to do what I want to do and live my life." That's when they started destroying her goddamn name. But you know she had been on drugs before Bobby Brown, right? Right. Her brother came and admitted that he was the first person who did drugs with her. It is about the drugs because drugs will also make you do things. Drugs to have you doing anything, especially if you're taking multiple drugs, you're drinking. Let me tell y'all You're doing drugs, you're doing weed. All that stuff plays a factor. Let me tell y'all something. Weed ain't the problem, Let me tell you something. Weed ain't the problem, sister. You shouldn't have mentioned that one. Let me say that. You're drinking, you're smoking weed, you're doing drugs, they do marijuana, they do it all. They're ain't nobody drugs. an angel in Hollywood. A cocktail of drugs. That. Ain't nobody an angel in Hollywood, ma'am. Exactly. So nobody why you acting? Why you think I'm not in Hollywood? And why you acting like? Acting. So why you acting like Whitney Houston? It was an angel. She was no angel. So look, look. We just went to talking about corruption and how people are corrupting and, and destroying people's careers in the industry and stuff like that. That's what's going on with Whitney Houston. I can't believe you could surpass that. Talk about these subjects first. Surpass that and talk about Whitney Houston and say that's not what's going on. That's irrelevant and that's ridiculous and preposterous. I don't think it's ridiculous and preposterous. I think that Whitney Houston played a part in destroying herself by letting them destroy her. I'm not. I'm not saying she didn't. I'm not saying she didn't. Whitney Houston made her own decisions, just like her song on her album called "Just Whitney Tried on My Own." She made her own decisions. She said she gonna do it on her own. And, and that's who she, she married. She but married a drug addict, Bobby Brown, the bad boy of R&B at the time. Because Lord knows he ain't a bad boy no more. Last thing I heard about him, he had his legs broken, got ran over. But they said that ain't true either. And the concert was born that he just had. So, I mean, I'm just saying, she wasn't a perfect woman. And, and I happen to believe that Robin Crawford was involved with her sexually based on that's her accounts. Based on her account. That's a lie. I can't believe y'all could sit here and lie. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be. Hold us. on, hold on. Let me let it me let me rephrase her. that. Hey, let me rephrase that. Let me finish because y'all ain't the y'all ain't y'all ain't the main culprit. It's Robin Crawford and the media so, that's lying, and y'all and y'all entertaining these lies. So let me rephrase that. I don't know why y'all entertaining these lies on her name. Now it's crazy because Dion Ward could come out and say some stuff and be like the lady is lying. Her mama would have came out and said some stuff. Ain't nobody nobody came out and said. Nobody has come out here Bobby Brown has Listen, listen, Amari. Bobby Brown, listen, Bobby Brown haven't came out. 
Bobby Brown didn't come out and say she lying. Sissy Houston ain't came out and said she lying. Bobby Brown made a whole goddamn movie. Say that one more time. He made a whole goddamn movie. And Robert Crawford wasn't in there having sex with Whitney Houston, so stop playing with him. But that's stuff they take out of movies. They're not going to put that in a movie. They're not going to put a lot of stuff in movies. And besides that, nobody really even saw that happen but her. Nobody, well, nobody knows what truly happened between Robert Crawford and Whitney Houston, but these two. And Robin, and Robin Crawford is now telling us. Let me tell you what they. Go ahead. I'm gonna tell y'all what happened. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all what happened. A whole bunch of lies and corrupted logic from the goddamn media. That's what happened. Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. You right. A lot of lies and corruptions and cover-ups to where they they didn't want us to know the 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 drug dealing, drug doing. Um, high Christian gospel singing gay woman named Whitney Houston. And that, but that's not true. But that's not true. So this is, so stop stop saying it like that because that's not true. Now now you now you now now you don't touch the nerve. Don't you think Bobby? <laughs> don't you think Bobby no, Brown no, no, came no, out and said funny. something? No, this ain't funny. This ain't funny. I'm finna leave. This ain't funny. I'm I'm getting on some real stuff right now. This ain't fun. Amari, Whitney Houston is my favorite singer. Okay, okay, then let's respect that and let's stop but entertaining I, these but lies. It's not a lie. Let's stop entertaining but, these but lies not a lie. about Robin Crawford that she it, made, man. It's, it's not a lie. Because Bobby, Bobby Brown would have said something. Somebody would have said something. You are said a liar. All right. Even, even, even Clyde Davis would have said something. He would have said, hell no, this bitch is lying. Right. Clyde, Clyde Davis ain't I came out and said nothing. Quentin Jones would have came out and said something. Ain't nobody need to say nothing. Ray J would have came out and said something. Hell. They not going to say nothing. I wouldn't even say nothing, but y'all brought it up. The Norwood family ain't even said nothing, and they were very close to you. They don't have to. They don't have to. Because we don't have to small. We don't have to fry small fish. We don't have to fry small fish. What you talking about? We ain't got to say nothing about a lady that... What we got to speak about Robert Crawford for? She ain't got no damn career. She ain't got no damn career. What the hell y'all talking about? What the hell y'all talking about? She ain't got no damn career. But she does have a story, and we do have to respect both sides. And I respect your opinion, Mari. A fairy tale? A fairy tale? A Disney fairy tale? You call that a story? Stop playing, man. All right, guys. All right. Well, we need to know from the audience. We need to know who was leaned into this podcast tonight and what your opinions are on all of the topics we discussed tonight. Amari J, tell the people where they can find your music. Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud. Y'all know what it is. You feel me? And you know what I'm saying? Uh, rest in peace to the great Whitney Houston. Also, I want to dedicate part of this podcast to my great friend Omar Taylor. All right. Uh, dedications to great friend Omar Taylor is Toxic Diamond in the house. You guys can find my blog on YouTube. Also, go to my website, toxot.com, T-O-X-O-T-E-A.com. And I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to Shawnee Wani, who came on the show with us tonight. Thank you so much, Sean. Y'all welcome. Y'all welcome. Nice to meet y'all. It was nice talking to you, too. You already know what it is. Bag life. Bag life. All right, we just did that.